0: Radio 77 WABC. When sit and friends in the morning talk with Donald Trump,
1: people listen. Well, you know, uh, what's happening today is making me look a lot better because people really like me and they love the job I did. And now they're saying he's
0: better than Reagan, he's better than anybody. Hear the full interview
1: anytime
0: at WABCRadio.com.
1: I look at the scene of New York and it looks like Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a good situation. Sit in Friends
0: in the Morning. Weekdays at 6, 77 WABC. My friend Donald Trump is on this show. That was from last Friday when Donald Trump was on. But of course this theme Monday Night Football. You're looking live at a sold-out Kansas City where the reigning Super Bowl champs the Kansas City Chiefs led by the best quarterback of our generation Pat Mahomes about to take on the upstart Detroit Lions. Chiefs and Lions coming up next right here Somewhere I don't know what the hell that game is. Where is the uh, game tonight? I'm, I'm going to be at that party for John Kaczmatini so I'm going to miss the damn game. Not what, not what city, you moron. What channel? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Kansas City. I, don't, I don't know. CBS, you NBC. dumbest son of a Pick bitch. Me. God. Pick one. I think it's on um, NBC. I don't know.
1: I would, go for, I would go with CBS. Fine.
0: The Giants are going to play Dallas on Sunday night. I'm going to be there. Very excited about that. I'm taking Danielle, Ava, and Gabriel, the whole Rosenberg family. we got tickets on the field, thanks to Pat Hanlon, before the game. And the same stadium the very next night, Nine Eleven Jets and Bills, Aaron Rodgers' debut So my next guest is my favorite local football player ever. He knows that. He was, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback ever and still is for the Giants. I know Eli won two Super Bowls. Phil was better. Let Eli win a Super Bowl with Lionel Manuel, please. But uh, Phil did that and uh, actually had the Giants in two Super Bowls. He got hurt that second one in the Hostetler, got all the credit. But Phil had the Giants at 10-1 that year. And now he's a superstar carrying Boomer Esiason every Sunday. On CBS, here he is, the great number eleven, my friend Phil Sims. Good morning, Phil.
1: (laughs) Well, Sid, all I can say is you said a lot of things there that I don't know, but that Boomer Esiason quote that was right on target. (laughs) That was right on
0: target. I tell you what, in all seriousness, I don't know was Sean McManus, I don't know who was it, but. Whoever decided way back when to take the local Jet quarterback, Esiason, and put him on with the giant quarterback, Sims, because it's a similar dynamic, Phil, to uh, like Blake Shelton and the kid from Maroon 5 on The Voice. They had a nice little back and forth. And you guys are both really smart. You're winners. You know the game. But that dynamic with you and Boomer, that makes your pregame show the
1: best out of any of them. Wow. Compliments, you know, I learned from Bill Parcells. I don't like compliments. Um, <laughs> of course, he never gave them. So it's a different thing. But no, we get along great. And, you know, it is a lot of fun. And uh, we make fun of Boomer in a lot of ways. At least I do. And some of the other guys do. They usually agree with me. But uh, it's all in <laughs> fun and good. And, you know, so we try to, the old what's the old thing, let's try to entertain a little bit and educate a little bit. So I think we try to do that pretty well. No, you guys do
0: a great job. You do. So uh, tonight we get Chiefs and Lions. Uh, It's a new season. You've been doing this, Phil, a long time, from your high school days in Kentucky to your college days at Moorhead State to that glorious day in 1979 when George Young made you a New York football giant. You've been doing this football thing for a long time, Phil. Opening day, whether you're
1: playing or not, you still get the jitters? Um. No, I don't get the jitters. I think it's just the excitement. It's a it's a good feeling. It's a good thing for TV, and it's a good thing when you're playing football too. Uh, you know, getting nervous. You know, I I don't know. I I you know I, you know me. I like a lot of pet peeves. I talk about it. Oh, you got a high point the ball. What the hell is that? High point <laughs> the ball. It's, it's, yeah. But you know, they, too much time, Too much do I hear on TV, radio, so much pressure on so and so, and you know I talk to players all the time, talk to people, all the ex-players that we have on CBS, everything. I mean, did you ever, like, go, wow, I really feel the pressure. It's just, I don't know. No, and the answer is no. You know, the great thing about football, it's a reactionary sport. You just play, and you kind of hope it goes your way. And when it's over, you kind of then reassess and go, uh-oh, this is going to be a rough week coming if we right. lost and you right. played bad. Right. kind of thing. But what but you're
0: going to tell me that the Eagles, for example, and I was there the day when the bone came out of your thumb and all that. That was nasty. But, you know, when, when you're looking across a line of scrimmage calling, you know, the cadence, and you see uh, Reggie White, he wants to kill you, and Jerome Brown, he wants to kill you, and Clyde Hairston, he wants to kill you, and Seth Jordan he wants to kill you. You're going to tell me you're not nervous? A little? Well,
1: they all did kill me. You know? <laughs> they all they just took turns, you know. Here's your turn. Beat his ass. You know, but, you know that, that wasn't about playing the game or being a quarterback. That was just about as I, I, you know, I tell this story, and it is truly true. Usually, you sit on your, you know, your locker 15 minutes before the game, and you kind of go over every little detail of the game plan. But when I played the Eagles, I sit at the locker and kind of be, you know, stomping my foot a little and going, "Hang in there, it's going to be rough. Hang yeah. in there." You did, you did. So it you, really was. Yeah, no, they were tough. But there's no question. But oh, my God. they
0: were tough. They but you were. know, but when you talk about nerves i got to ask you about that one before we get to this modern-day football. You know, you had that great season. You won 14 games. You lost to Dallas. Ironically, the Giants played Dallas this Sunday. You won almost every other game. You lost one more to Seattle. You had that great run in the playoffs. I was there that freezing cold day when you shut out the Redskins 17th to nothing. You go to Pasadena. You're taking on John Elway, Phil, and you have this unbelievable game. I mean, it's a shame that Doug Williams had a great game the very next year, but you have this unbelievable game and you beat the Broncos, and it looked like it was business as usual, were you not a little nervous, kickoff, National Anthem, Pasadena, Super Bowl?
1: Um, You know, I'm being really honest here. No, I was not. Wow. Um, I just didn't get nervous like that before games. And, you know, I, I don't know if he said it this week or not. You know, he all he talked about all week, hey, let's just let it go. Got to be aggressive. You know, and he all – he was always, you know, everybody thinks of Bill Parcells as just argh, negative. No, but he had a way of just saying the right thing to put you at ease, to get rid of the nerves, so-called. But we were so prepared for it, about playing under, if you want to call it pressure, big games, because you know Bill prepared us for it. And um, no, I was not nervous. I just played, and I think one of his famous sayings. I'm not sure if it came from him or not. We talk about. It. Can't be afraid to go down in flames. Mm. And yeah, you play cautious, you lose the game. There's only one way you can win in the NFL. You got to let it go. You got to go to the edge, right where it's almost out of control, and play that way to yep. win games. Yep, Fortunately, we did it that day in
0: Pasadena. You did. I mean, and actually, people forget the first half. I think you were losing ten to nine at the half, and. You knew it was going to go well when even the flea flicker worked. Then he's, like, oh my god, that's it. You guys are good to go.
1: But uh, oh well, yeah. <laughs> Sid, when I completed that pass, I, that's the one thing. When I completed it, I just went, we've won the game. You won. That was it. Well, I tell that you, you know, well, you talk that's about,
0: it, but, but you talk about one pass, one pass that can make you believe, right? Make you believe, Bill Sims, something special is going to happen. And of all the great passes you threw in your, what I think is a Hall of Fame career, I think you're getting screwed, but that's fine. Of all those passes, fourth down, Minnesota Vikings, Bobby Johnson. I'm sorry, Phil, no bigger pass in your career.
1: Well, it's the one that more people remember than anything else. They remember that much more than they do anything that happened in the Super Bowl. But, you know, I don't know. I guess it's been talked about and, Probably true, it was a turning point in our season because, um, you know, we were really, really having trouble throwing the football going into that game with injuries and everything else. And that kind of broke us out of that, and we took it all the way from there. You know, the confidence grew and, you know, got all my receivers back. And I'll never forget Bobby Johnson, you know, was a great character and a really a terrific receiver. But as we're breaking the huddle, you know, you had to always keep an eye on Bobby. Hey, Bobby, <laughs> be alert. And, you know, he'd give you that look. Oh, yeah, okay, I will be. You know. <laughs> and I told him, I said, look, if, it's, if I don't like anything, you know, this and that, I'm coming to you. So and what I kind of meant, if I have to, I'll throw a jump ball your way <laughs> if I get in trouble. <laughs> uh, but Bobby came down with it. And I'll tell you, he was a character of characters, but really, and and terrific, terrific pair of hands. And. He didn't drop many passes no. in his career after yeah. Those guys didn't back then. All those guys, Manuel and him and Bovaro
0: certainly didn't. This is the great Bill uh-huh. Sims. He was so great. NFL today and new season starts tonight, the Chiefs and the Lions. And one thing, Phil, that you did for years with me, for years, is you would come on after the draft because you do a really good job of evaluating young quarterbacks. And even though we knew Duke for the most part as a college basketball school all those years with Mike Krzyzewski, They got a kid there right now, his name is Riley Leonard. And I watched him kick the crap out of Clemson this Monday night. And then there's a giant quarterback making about $40 million this year named Daniel Jones, who also went to Duke. So all of a sudden, Duke is putting out some pretty good quarterbacks. But Daniel got the big money this year, Bill. The expectations are there. Is This year they beat Dallas, they beat Philadelphia. What do you expect from your former team, the New York football giants?
1: Well, first off, let's talk a few seconds about Duke. Yes, Daniel Jones played there. I liked him coming out of college a lot. Um, the quarterback there now, I like. And they got one sitting on the bench from New York. And I'm telling you, he's he's a damn pro, too. Really? So, yes. Okay. So, well, well, hey, Riley Leonard, I'm glad you played well. Play really well, man. Great. Good. Go on the draft. Let's get the next guy in there. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, does the next no, guy, no, do you
0: know he, the next guy, Phil? You know him? <laughs> What's that? Do you know the next guy up
1: at Riley? Yeah. Well, I do. I don't want to start throwing the name out there. But, yeah, I know him extremely well. Extremely well. He's not a grandson. Don't say oh, that. My God. Right, right, okay. But he's a local guy. He's yeah. Probably within a couple of miles he went to school from where you are. So, Went to Cardinal Hayes in the Bronx. Yeah. Yes. Well, by the way, Bernard
0: McGurk went, my late great friend Bernard McGurk went to. Uh, your friend went to Cardinal Hayes, too. Yes. So, oh, did, uh, so did so uh, did Martin Scorsese and you know, a host of other people. Great people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of hey, look, New York's got about how many people in this area? People say things. Well, they got everything covered. Yeah, so that's uh, quarterbacks, acting, directing, whatever you want to say. We got the it. Yeah. Uh, let me just I'll just say this real quick. They did improve their roster. Uh, they've improved the offensive line, and of course, you know Daniel Jones. They did it with mirrors last year. The coaching staff and him. But the receiving core looks really good. And, you know, I, I probably only have one question about the Giants, the, the biggest one. Can they get a sustained pass rush? You know, you got to be able to rush the passer in the NFL if you think you're going to have great success. And Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, learned a lot last year. Now he's got to put it together. That's just the way it is. When you're the number one pass rusher, you've got to lead that pack. And, uh, mm. you know, he's got a he's tremendous talent. So I, I'll be watching him pretty close here Sunday night.
0: No, I like him, too. I just, you know, and, and this has to bother you more than anybody, is any time a really good pass, racher,
1: uh, uh, pass rusher
0: with uh, big expectations come to the Giants, they're very quick to mention 56. I, I would
1: stop doing that. I, I would just, just let's leave uh, Lawrence. I, <laughs> you know, right? Right? You know, Bill Belichick has the best answer to somebody. Hey, there so and so around you, uh, uh, Lawrence Taylor, and go, Come on, <laughs> you know how he can do it. I can't imitate it, but it's awesome the way he just goes. Oh, it's good. No, oh. what you did it's good. That's exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. exactly. You know, right. listen. Just thing, poor Bill Belichick. He had a even a, you know years ago. He had tremendous outside linebackers with New England, but he had he only had. Carl Banks and Lawrence Taylor on the outside. I mean, he some found a way to coach them, uh, <laughs> but just think of that <laughs> pair. Though. Oh my God! Yeah. By the way, and, and and the inside with Harry
0: Carson and Gary Reasons not so bad either. But um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah not, bad, not bad, not bad. it was ridiculous. Yeah, that was some linebacking core. Well, about the other team here in New York, uh, right after the Giants beat Dallas, I'll be there Sunday. I said beat them, the Jets and the Bills on Monday night, and this is it, Phil Simms, a long-awaited. Debut for Aaron Rodgers. It feels like 100 years. It feels like 100 years. He's going to play Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. How do you feel about the Jets? I saw a defender on the Jets this week. I think it was Reed, yeah. Reed who said we can be every bit as good as the 85 Bears on defense. Your
1: thoughts on the Jets? Well, I played against that 85 Bears. Defense a couple of times, and <clears throat> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by the
0: way, you know, hey, Phil, by the way, on a on a really tragic sad note, talking about that, have you seen Steve McMichael lately? Well, I, I know he's in trouble, Yeah. Oh, Phil, he weighs about 80 pounds. He was, on. Oh, you remember, him he, he, he too, he beat a sure. lot of you too, sure.
1: Well, yeah, you know, he was, you know, he was extremely, it was just a, he was a really, really good football player. Didn't get talked about because of all the stars they had on defense and Jim McMahon and Walter Payton, but um, Steve McMichael, tremendous player. You know his family, and I. I hope it works. They want to get him into the Hall of Fame, Uh, so he's just one of those guys. Yeah. So I don't know how they do it. I don't even. I don't care. But he's not the guy that you're going to look at his numbers and go, Hey. So you know they. I don't want to hear about numbers all the time. Just tell me the effect they had on the team and how good of a player and all that stuff. I love that. Those numbers, they do tell the truth sometimes a lot, but they also lie. And uh, so I wish him and his family well. I know they're in a tough situation. They're very tough. So well, getting back to Aaron Rodgers and the
0: Jets, is this the year that Joe Beningo can finally exhale? It's been about 54 years.
1: Well, if if, it, if they won, then Joe Beningo, I mean, he'll lose all of his personality. <laughs> Because he won't be able to cry and mow right. about the jet. That's right. It's true. You know, you say
0: that, but he oh. becomes uh, irrelevant, Joe Beningo. He's yeah, irrelevant. Man. Where are you going to go? Where are you
1: going to go? Hey, oh, oh, now I'm going to start complaining about the, uh, let's see what team, the no, Mets. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> but You're right. you got to admit, right. yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Uh, first oh. off, he's just he's no, he's hilarious. Let me tell you,
0: on a Monday morning after a bad jet loss, a Joe oh. Meningo rant, Phil, is
1: as good as anything you'll ever hear. Ever. Ever. Yeah. He, he Listen, Sid, he spares no one. He'll kill the coach, <laughs> players. He don't care. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, he'll, then he'll occasionally just rip into the fans and just crush them. Too, so. <laughs> God but bless it, him. It, it, I think I saw him last week. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I was watching him, and oh, just you – Hey, just his delivery, his body language. Yeah, he's you great.
0: Yeah. No, he cares. Right. He he. I, you know, he cares. He'll say, Sid, I care more about him than uh, Aaron
1: Rodgers. But I feel like Aaron Rodgers really cares, Phil. I really do. Oh, yeah. Listen, he didn't just sneak into town. He came in town on a whatever. He's just been out and about. You know, did you watch Hard Knocks? I know? watched a couple of episodes, not all of it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's been everywhere. I, I can't Yankees, Met. Oh yeah,
0: he went Met. to the he went Met. to the Rangers playoff games, and then he went to see uh, uh, what's her name, Taylor
1: Swift in New Jersey. Yeah, I went to see Taylor Swift. He went to Broadway. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Uh, what else? I saw him at the tennis center last week. <laughs> uh, enjoying tennis. So, man, he's loving New York, and uh, New York is loving him back. And so, but look, he's. I went down and watched him practice and everything. Look, his arm is still, it's still special in a league of nothing but a lot of good quarterbacks now. But the Jets, this, this is just a terrific football team they put together. And now the big thing is, new coach on offense, all that. Can you get this together quick enough? Because the league, and especially the AFC, you know, it's ridiculous. I've never seen a thing like it. Sid, there's more good teams this year than I remember ever. Wow. You can name. You literally go 10 and 12 deep and say, say, hey, yeah, yeah, no, not a great chance, but they could go to the Super Bowl. And, you know, there's so many tough schedules with a lot of these teams around the league. Everybody's going to have moments where they're going to get beat up, go in a little tailspin. And, um, you know, everybody does usually during the season somewhere. Then you fight your way through it to see who you really are. So we'll see. But the the D line, the pass rush, you can't overrate it. It is terrific. And you're a quarterback playing against them and Josh Allen had probably heard it all week. Hey, make sure you get rid of the ball. Get rid of the ball. Get rid of the ball. Of the ball. Yep. And, you know, that's so it limits what you can do sometimes, hurt you, but Uh, you're going to have to get rid of the football pretty quick playing against the Jets' defense.
0: And you're right about the quarterbacks, too. I mean, just the AFC East alone with Allen and Rodgers and Mahomes plays tonight, and even guys like Herbert in San Diego, now Los Angeles. He's a great quarterback, all of them. So uh, it's exciting, but uh, it's more exciting for me that I speak to you. As long as I talk to Phil Simms on these big football days, I'm happy. I swear to God, you know I mean that. You know that. So, thank you for stopping by this morning. Enjoy the first game of the season. And hopefully, this is the beginning of many talks this season between you and I, Phil Sims. I love you.
1: Uh, well, look, Sid, you're the best. You thank know, you. I love talking to you again. All you got to do is call. So, don't act like you can't get me. Every time you call me or text me, I answer the bell. So, you know what? Are you In less
0: than 15 minutes, which makes me feel really important and really good. So, thank you.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it also tells us that I really don't have much to do in life, so I'm always looking at my <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of that. That's true. But no, I think you're just loyal. I think you're just loyal. Uh, absolutely. So, how wait, real quick. Are you in shape? And, you know, of course, always got, are, how tanned are you? I am very tanned, very
0: hard not to be 94 degrees. And I am in really good shape, Phil. I mean, good shape. Trust oh, me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, I, I look like I could play with the Giants wide receiver, defensive back today. Which I won't, of course. No, you could. No, you could. there
1: will be a pay cut. <laughs> hey, you know, when you get it, you know, guys, like, when you get in really good shape, like how you're all tanned and yeah, all that, you yeah. just go, you must have a girlfriend. <laughs> you're funny. You are funny. I, 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 I didn't hear anything there. Just, no, oh, yeah. I'm I married sorry, 31 yeah. years. Okay. What are you?
0: <laughs> huh. Bill, you're the best. Yeah. I love you. All right. I'll talk yeah. to you soon. Take care. All the right. great quarterback of the Giants. And of course, he's too much about today on CBS. Phil Sims.